Chapter 21 of Rational Theology as Taught by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints by John Andreas Widsow. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Wayne Cook. Chapter 21 Obedience in the consideration of priesthood and its authority much useless discussion is often indulged in as to whether a person should yield obedience to authority some believe that to yield obedience is to lay down free agency the restraint of nature countless forces surrounding man are interacting in the universe by no means can he withdraw himself from them by experience he has learned that control of natural forces is obtained only when their laws are understood. When a certain thing is done in a certain manner, there is a definite, invariable result. No doubt it has often occurred to an intelligent being that he might wish it otherwise, but that is impossible. The only remedy is to comply with existing conditions, acknowledge the restraint of nature, and, gaining further knowledge, put law against law until the purpose of man has been accomplished this is the process by which intelligent beings have acquired dominion over nature such an acknowledgment of the existence of the law of cause and effect does not weaken man strength lies in an intelligent subjection to rightful restraint for it has been the condition of progress from the beginning the recognition of law and the obedience to law are sure signs that intelligent beings are progressing an active condition obedience is an active condition or it could not be a principle of consequence it is closely akin to repentance obedience simply means that whenever a truth is revealed it is obeyed which by our previous definition is a phase of repentance the man who is active in carrying out what he knows is truth is an obedient man his active obedience to authority is based on intelligence and the more knowledge a man has concerning the nature of the law in question, the more thoroughly obedient is he. Obedience is not a characteristic of ignorance. The Restraint of Man Obedience to the invariable laws of nature is, usually, considered to be a self-evident necessity. The question of obedience is commonly raised when man exercises authority. Shall a man obey a man? The first consideration in the answer to this question is whether the system which the man in authority represents is based on truth. If so, then intelligent man will be bound to render obedience to the system even if it is exercised through imperfect man. The second consideration is whether the man is acting within his authority in the organization. This can always be determined simply by laying the matter before the bodies constituted to settle such matters. With the exception of the First Presidency, every officer in the Church has a limited jurisdiction. The third consideration is whether the matter to which authority has been applied is at all under the discipline of the organization. No officer in the Church has authority beyond matters that pertain to the Church. Any authority exercised beyond that field is accepted only at the discretion of the individual members of the church and should come only in the form of counsel if yes is the answer to these three considerations obedience must be rendered by a progressing man 
If no is the answer, obedience should not be yielded, but the matter should be tried before the proper courts. The restraint of man in the exercise of authority derived from eternal laws is as compelling as the restraint of nature, because they are parts of the same whole. THE LIFE OF LAW Obedience is nothing more than a compliance with truth. Truth is of no consequence to a man if it is not used. The moment truth is used, obedience begins. Man and the church, to which he belongs, are active organisms interested in progress. When truth is given them, promises to use that truth should be required, else all is in vain. Lives conforming to law alone are moving onward. For that reason, for every gift to man, a promise is required, and usually a statement of punishment that will follow the non-use or misuse of it. Obedience to truth means progress. Refusal to use truth means retrogression. Disobedience Disobedience may be active or passive. Passive disobedience is not doing what should be done. Active disobedience is doing what should not be done. Both may be equally harmful. The main effect of disobedience is to weaken and finally wreck the man who disobeys law. Disobedience and sin are synonymous. The Church Worth Having The only church worth having is one having authority, resting on intelligence and truth. Such a church will command obedience. In such a church, little misunderstandings are easily rectified. Within the laws of the church, man has absolute personal freedom. It is so with nature, outside of the church. Within the laws of nature, man has full freedom. The greatest freedom known to man comes from obedience to law. The greatest punishment conceivable to man comes from opposition to law. This is true with respect to the church as a community of the saints and with respect to individual man in the great universe. End of chapter 21